Good news, everyone. I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Tuesday, ready to do some podcasting. Find us everywhere you get podcasts. The official weapon of the show is... The taser. An unofficial sport. What about? A bullet ball extreme, extreme um let's get right into it okay there's tons of stuff to talk about all right um all kinds of show stuff um i think uh we can get into some segments and stuff uh if that's okay with you unless you got something to say before we start (laughs) at least i don't think i do this time no we don't talk about everything okay we done talked about everything so we can go ahead and get into the show Uh, oh wait we did i forgot to mention we did go on a two hundred dollar date. Oh, we did! <laughs> and it wasn't even no ass eating afterwards. So I guess it was you know, not. The, the, the I did t- black Twitter wrong, and I apologize and let everybody down. Um, I let them down too. No, but yeah, it's this thing we like to do where we go on Instagram, and you know, you can probably do this in the city you're in, mm-hmm. but you follow like your city and the local food scene because there's always like a blogger or a company or a group Mm -hmm. of people who've taken it upon themselves to promote local restaurants and stuff and they post videos promoting Mm -hmm. these restaurants and stuff and so um especially when i was in new york you know i was missing home uh i would look on my instagram and see like oh a new restaurant open or this place i never heard uh, of before she just paused the shot i was like what the fuck is that at what's that street you got a lot of new restaurants opening because our city's ever expanding mm-hmm. um and so uh you know i i bookmark the i i tag karen in the comments to these uh restaurants like yo we gotta try this you know we gotta try this we gotta try that and so i bookmark the restaurant uh restaurants and we share you can share bookmarks now so you can share like a thing where you can both save restaurants or say whatever and the, the yeah. food looks absolutely delicious sometimes and and some of them are actually uh, like you said bloggers some are like uh local foodies like that i'm just a foodie mm-hmm. in the Charlotte, north carolina area and then some of them do a variety of foods and some right. of them is like hey we just searching the nigga spots and you be like oh okay cool so the, the, like the the list is a little bit everywhere um so yeah i we uh went to this restaurant uh 204 north i think is what it was called because mm-hmm. um, they just had these great looking dishes on on the social yes, media they did and uh we just ate to our heart's content and came home and i fell asleep at like six because i was so full and woke up at like one in the morning and he, couldn't go back to sleep he was gone uh but yeah it was uh it was so good and i was just it's 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 something i wanted to suggest just generally for people whether you want to go out with a loved one you want to go out by yourself you want to go out with friends particularly if you're like new to a city this is a great way to find a lot of good restaurants around you yeah and it's also a great way to hang out and see your friends and stuff like that and um you know i just it was something that you never really hear people talk about then when we talk about vacation self-care taking time off and stuff people are thinking about like getting out of their city which is nothing wrong with that Mm-mm. people are thinking about taking multiple long periods of time off this is just in saturday afternoon when it was kind of <clears throat> right before everything picks up at like five or six right and right after everything dies down at lunch we're downtown and you know it's like a expensive you know because I, I i'm not i don't know about y'all y'all it might not be shit to y'all but you know 
two hundred dollars is 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 still two hundred dollars when you add all the drinks and stuff together right. but it was really good it was mm-hmm. very good value for your money and it was like a relaxing vacation within the confines of our city yes yes it is it, 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 it's like like people say it's almost a, a a mini staycation you know i know a lot of people turn their nose and shit up at that but <laughs> sometimes that's actually what you need because sometimes you need a break but you don't want to travel far you don't want to go like it's it's, it's not trying to find it. it's a to-do if you start kind of going and traveling outside be it you thinking about uh renting a car if you don't have a car like it is a whole thing when a lot of times you could just be like hey let me see let me check out within my city within my budget and have a great time yeah there was a guy the other day on twitter we were making jokes about something uh and he said something to the effect of like you know, my wife doesn't like when I make jokes about, you know, we went to the grocery store and I'll, I'll call it a date. I'll say like, we went on a date to the grocery store. We went on a date to, uh, you know, get the, the run errands or something. And I mean, it was funny, but then I was like, you know, at, that's your wife. And hopefully it's just all 100% jokes. jokes yeah. But I was like, nah, you never really stop dating the person you're with. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if you were gonna go out if it was if you were dating on an app and you wanted to go out somewhere nice and spend money and impress this person you'd still do it so just because you know y'all got rings on that doesn't mean you stop doing shit like that so you know go out and have fun it doesn't you have to, y'all know each other's budget you don't gotta be no elaborate no, like you ain't got the ball shit but you know like go out and do some nice stuff it's it's worth it so all right that's all oh i'm sorry go ahead and, and, and it really is i really appreciate it pr- appreciated it because it was out the blue and like roger said the food was great and then we went to one of my favorite ice cream spots two scoops mm-hmm. and i uh, actually really really um enjoyed myself you know i think sometimes people get in a rut in the routine with their mate or significant other and they don't really think about the things that kind of cause you to fall in love with with that with the people or person, and so you know it's the little things that continue to actually make you refall in love with your significant other. Sometimes I think people have a tendency to forget that sometimes because they get used to a routine and this is what we do on Monday, this is what we do too. Like they get stuck in that versus realizing that hey, there's little small things around them. Like if you have a significant other that likes museums, go to the museums. Like when we went to that illusion place, that was a fun adventure. It was And it's not day. even like I said, it's not even just romantic. Like do it if you're single. Do it with a friend. It's like, you know, do go out and do stuff is if if because uh, i'm just saying it because going out reminded me of like oh yeah you know you got to do this and it, and that conversation was in the back of my head that guy going you know man i just call going to the store date i'm like yeah i mean funny joke but yeah that ain't the you same. know that there's somebody there's some truth to every joke and you hope that it's not too true you no, know? ain't that the truth all right now let's get into some segments and stuff uh let's start with some lgbtq news let me see what you want to be you better move your body you better move your feet and i want to grow show me what's cool riding caring baby lgbtq news L- 
all right let's talk about it it's pride month 20 days into pride month so you know there's lots of lgbtq news to cover um the splc southern poverty law center uh names moms for liberty an extremist group for their anti-lgbtq plus activism well them names don't ever match what the fuck they stand for do they it's always the opposite of whatever it is mm-hmm. so if it's moms for liberty it means it's really dads for fascism <laughs> come on like it's it's never what they say Mm-mm. the group is five men that's not married <laughs> that hate gay people right uh yeah the watchdog organization tracks and designates hate groups among around the country and recently released the 2022 edition of the year in hate and extremism report uh this edition names the florida-based moms for liberty as a group at the forefront of the mobilization of right-wing extremist groups claiming to fight for parents rights in schools at the local level they can be spotted at school board meetings across the country wearing shirts and carrying signs that declare we do not co-parent with the government the report states the group hijacks meetings preventing officials and parents from conducting their normal proceedings i can be sitting in a meeting minding my own business and they turn around and scream at me that i am a commie and teachers want to see all kids fail a teachers union president in brevard county florida explained to the washington post reporter uh, the report acknowledges that riling up conservatives by espousing family values and parental rights is not in itself a new tactic, but says Moms for Liberty activities may make it clear that the group's primary goal are to fuel right-wing hysteria and to make wor- the world a less comfortable place for certain students, primarily those are black, LGBTQ, or come from LGBTQ families. Agreed. And <clears throat> it's similar to... Uh, targeting the trespassing shit like i'm like arrest them for the fuck them well the fuck is this you're disrupting progress like i don't understand mm-hmm. you know it's very frustrating you know it's like you coming in here and your whole purpose is to disrupt and i understand that that's the purpose of protest uh, and i tell funny all they're doing is mimicking black lives matter and all these other organizations they will let uh, it work for them so it'll work for us too yeah it's just interesting because like the first feeling and impulse that we have is like why just arrest them throw them in jail or whatever but at the same time those are the same tools that are used to disrupt for good sometimes yes and we don't want those people thrown in jail because they showed up to the city council and made their voice heard about racism or sexism Mm -hmm. or so they're using the public forum and freedom of speech but they're still very hateful they're still harassing people and their goals ultimately are to make the world a worse place for certain students and um and it's not even stuff students are asking for no you know? and and i and i think if you go up the pipe a little bit further you'll find out that um the this all comes from like conservative movements mm-hmm. follow the money uh, that Some, are, somebody's back in this yeah that are that like are this big mm-hmm, that are using identity to, to stir up more division in the nation or or i shouldn't even say stir up more division but to uh exploit the divisions that already exist mm-hmm. donald trump mocks republicans for giving him a standing ovation for attacking trans people <clears throat> um this makes sense to me because donald trump is not really a leader on the hatred he's mm-hmm. a person that rides the waves 
he's a guy that sees the which way a wave is going and he never stands up against it mm-hmm. like he may have been surprised by the vitriol or even like whatever but him mocking it doesn't mean he will not now use it um i can see if i can play this clip uh i hate to play clips on the show but whatever um just so people can kind of hear it in the context right Um, And to further deter illegal immigration, I will sign a day one executive order ending automatic citizenship for the children of a good automatic citizenship. Automatic citizenship. Oh, wait. This is what? That's not the clip. It does be critical race theory, transgender insanity, and other inappropriate racial, sexual, or political content on our children. It's amazing how strongly people feel about that. You see, I'm talking about cutting taxes. People go like that. Talking about talk about transgender. Everyone goes crazy. Who would have thought five years ago you didn't know what the hell it was? But one that- a lot of truth but, in right. Uh, I'm gonna say that's the truth, though. A lot of truth in that. Like when it was just when it was abortion, or you know, anti-black shit. You know, that was the the the, the movement of the time, but moving away from that they've now gotten into specifically transgender i wouldn't even say it like uh, i think they ultimately are anti-lgbtqia you know the whole thing but 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 specifically they focus on transgender people intently and the fact that he got a standing ovation he noted that and he noted that that's a change like because and it's not and, and that's not the kind of thing that he'll shy away from I guarantee you he'll be bringing up transgender people even more because that's why they do it. That's why the other politicians do it too. Because it's the people in the audience too. They're not being fed anti-trans stuff. They want anti-trans stuff. Like it's not, like they're not being force fed it. Put it that way. Like the politicians are mirroring what these people believe and carry out, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things to win you know you look at it and donald trump only cares about donald trump Mm -hmm. and so he like you say he's making a note so we're probably gonna hear more of this rhetoric because he go oh that's what y'all want Mm -hmm. you know that's that's what y'all gonna get you know because he doesn't have a line it's not like he said that went wow y'all should be ashamed of yourselves he said that went okay so i don't really need to talk about taxes i mean it's the same shit he did with race in the first one it you know he don't oh i don't need to talk about that shit then cool i'll just keep talking about the cultural shit and also it's one of those things where they divide kind of amongst the group and if the group isn't uh smart enough and intelligent enough to be like hey y'all shouldn't be doing this and calling them out it causes problems they do it with uh black people that's why they have a small precision black for trumps and you know black people like niggas what's wrong with y'all you know, but also in the LGBTQ uh, uh, Q plus community, a lot of times it's division within that own group. There are people that are of them of the letters that look at the trans people like, mm, I don't know about y'all, 
but ain't we all supposed to be united so that's why even within the own group you have people that don't want to even stand up for the people that they're supposed to be representing they don't separate y'all i hope y'all know that just just like they look at us all the same they look at y'all all the same no matter what letter you fall on they look at you all the same so if they're attacking one of the letters they're attacking all of the letters but you do have a lot of people within the group that don't care for that particular group either um an indiana judge blocks a ban on gender affirming care for trans youth which is a good thing the aclu is calling it a victory um a federal judge blocked an indiana law signed by indiana governor eric holcomb in april that bans gender affirming care for trans youth in the state um uh the preliminary injunction was issued by u.s district judge james patrick hanlon a trump appointee who wrote that plaintiffs had some likelihood of success on their claims that the ban was unconstitutional hours after the governor signed the bill in april on april 5th the aclu and his indiana affiliate filed suit on behalf of four trans youth and their families arguing that the law violates the equal protection clause of the 14th amendment which guarantees equal protection for all the suit also asserts that the law is in violation of the affordable care act's medicaid act by banning essential services that medicaid would otherwise authorize and reimburse so that's a good victory that's a good win mm-hmm. you love to see it uh you know it's a judge so it could be temporary it's going to continue to go up the system and this is actually part of the process this is what these republican politicians want when they put mm-hmm. these bills into effect mm-hmm. they know that they're going to have constitutional challenges and what they're hoping is that it goes to the supreme court and a year from now two years from now however long from now uh the supreme court with the republican majority would uh basically say fuck them civil rights uh we we have the power fuck the reasoning we're deciding no right right because uh, a lot of a lot of their decisions they make isn't based on any logic it's like they pick and choose where they want to go and where they want to fall and it's like well you're not actually following any law <laughs> you're not like like when you even when they write their dissents you're like but what the fuck did they got to do with the goddamn law mm-hmm um a newsroom staff revolts against managers who told them to cover fewer pride events a local tv newsroom is facing a staff revolt over guidance about covering pride events in june the all staff memorandum distributed tuesday instructed reporters and producers to cover fewer pride events and also to get both sides of the issue what the fuck could both sides be right it's a fucking pride event what the fuck could both sides of a pride event be what does that mean? The people fucking protesting. Don't nobody give a fuck about them. What does that mean, dog? And what else do what else do y'all do that with? Right. Hey, we're having a march uh for anti. We want to have an anti-violence march. Well, we got to get some people that's that's into violence. What do they think about it? Yeah, we having a, a Juneteenth parade. Well, we got to get the people on the other side. Yeah. The fuck. What about June eighteenth, people? What about the June twentieth? Uh uh the memo for management <clears throat> at wood tv channel 8 in grand rapids Miss, uh in my michigan um was shared with the detroit free press and went on to say that the station had heard pushback from viewers who are not happy to see those pride related stories adding that while you personally may not agree with a certain position people are entitled to their opinions and they are our viewers bitch this ain't the customer always right this ain't <laughs> burger king covering the community the entire community see this is the bullshit dog because like and, and this this is not denigrating black people i i'm black i love being black there are black people that are lgbtq also but 
this is a thing we do not deal with right like if they were covering the juneteenth parade and there were some viewers who called in to say i don't like that the fucking news station wouldn't have the fucking gall to be like well some of our people that watch our tv station don't like it as a juneteenth parade so we decided to cut get both sides of and cover back on the coverage of the event we'd be like what kind of racist shit is this right so that to me that's how i look at this shit well i'm like what kind of motherfucking homophobic ass trying to see both sides shit is this it's just it's a pride parade right the the end who the fuck cares about the bigots yeah like there's when it's black history month there i'm sure there's people that don't like that y'all cover black history shit Mm -mm. so suck my dick change the fucking channel same thing with 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 asian specific uh yeah island a month yeah Right. right so y'all doing this for every month or it was just the the, the gay month that was like oh right. i mean come on guys it's kind of getting controversial out there this is what's wrong with this country is that we cede so much fucking ground to white people to bigoted people to privileged people because they don't feel comfortable because they don't like something well i don't give a fuck like we have to stop being like well let's get their side of it we know their side right we hear them all <laughs> of the time um so the media the memo i'm sorry was met with immediate pushback from the newsroom the goddess is not being followed uh said luke steer an executive producer at the station uh the only two people involved in this creation have been removed from any discussions surrounding wood tv pride coverage as our corporation conducts a thorough investigation okay i love this i love this executive producer like we not doing that shit and the people that even suggested that shit are no longer involved with decision makings right because obviously you can't make good decisions because we have to cover everything within the community and they are part of the community a news anchor michelle de selms wrote our newsroom immediately stood up to the two managers who wrote a memo mandating we cover the other side of pride events essentially requiring us to give equal time to hate and discrimination we said no and we'll continue to fight for our lgbtq colleagues and family members that's another thing just from sheer fucking percentage wise you know you got some people that work there that fall within the community of lgbtq right period you got family members extension you're right people somebody worked there right. so what the fuck who the, like so then when you go to like the job and you have an issue or you want to talk about diversity inclusion or training these motherfuckers work there too they ain't get the memo the other memo that you know not the one they sent out but the mem the memo that comes out in training about this discrimination and shit yeah, the one you had to watch the videos look like they from 1980s telling you not to do shit an unnamed source at the station confirmed news director Stetton tang was one of the individuals responsible for the all staff memorandum <laughs> somebody was like shh don't tell them i told you you ain't heard it from me you ain't heard it from me but Stan tang well he's saying that bullshit you know what uh, i'm uh you know the the tea is hot but uh you ain't here from me reached by phone tang would neither confirm or deny he was an author of the goddess now that's funny when you're a news person and you do the like reach by phone it's like I, 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 don't, I don't know what's happening well then why did you do it if you couldn't stand behind it right when asked which managers wrote the memo tang referred lgbtq nation to the station's general manager julie brinks well i guess we found the two i don't know <clears throat> she didn't answer a call for comment of course right 
what 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 did that girl told what did that girl say the first thing about being in news you don't want to be the story right (laughs) (laughs) that's what a girl said you ain't know Mm -hmm. rachel nichols the first thing they teach you in journalism school is don't be the story uh they called brinks julie brinks and requested a comment no answer she released a statement she released a statement on friday wood tv is committed to diversity equity and inclusion and to covering and reporting the news of the day in expensive inclusive fashion consistent with these values that's all i heard yeah they they just do that corporate speech but they don't mean anything written by chat gpt of course they just took it off said she said the state she said the station's owner next star will take appropriate action as necessary to address the situation and we apologize for offending members of the lgbtq community and wood tv viewers the people that did it don't right right yeah that that's what i'm saying like you can claim to be for diversity equity and inclusion but it's in how you act it's not right you, it's not what you do yeah what you say and i wouldn't feel safe if i was an employee there if y'all had some shit like that that went up the chain and got out to all of us i'm like what well, so the people in charge think like this right when they see me and my same-sex partner they see me and what you know the way i identify my gender or something they're thinking well it's just as important that we have another side to this Um, right so when so when you have women issues you go let's see what the men think the fuck is this dozens of pride flags vandalized at stonewall monument in nyc third time this month Uh, dozens of pride flags vandalized oh wait can i play this as we draw closer to this weekend's Pride March, police are investigating more acts of vandalism directed at the community. Police say yesterday someone damaged 33 flags flying outside Stonewall National Monument in the Greenwich Village area. This is the third time flags have been vandalized at the landmark site in a little more than a week. No race arrests have been made in any of the incidents. The NYPD's Hate Crimes Task Force is investigating. Yeah, they're purposely doing that. Probably doing that shit at night, too yeah they got pictures of the of the uh supposed uh culprits you know the the okay so they do got video oh yeah some some, trust somebody gonna recognize them yeah that's them right there they people of interest i mean it's new york city they're probably three blocks away three 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 white dudes it appears to be um one and this one dude has his shirt right i was like the uh, top 12 buttons are unbuttoned i was like are you part of the community i don't right. understand Do what you is ha- happening right what is happening sir let me look in the mirror um fans have dubbed mcdonald's mascot grimace an lgbtq icon after making a return in a new ad campaign uh yeah so last i didn't see the campaign last week mcdonald's celebrated the fuzz ball's birthday with a purple grimace shake matching his popularity i mean his popular tone you know grimace is purple mm-hmm. it's about a whole generation that goes who the fuck is grimace <laughs> like we didn't send no commercials in forever yeah you know grimace is supposed to be just a giant taste bud according oh, to mcdonald's i did not know that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i thought it was like a gun drop or something over the past few days i thought it was just what you look like if you eat mcdonald's every day <laughs> <laughs> over the past few days the iconic mascot took over the company's the iconic mascot took over the company's instagram twitter and facebook pages as part of his new campaign on instagram the purple fuzzball shared a post with fans 
want to come to my party finally got my own grimace meal and purple shake and another post he said unrelated but do i look like a purple bloater bloater please be honest um so this is him taking over the account uh like he took a very weird uh weird selfie yeah some man do that a lot of men on they selfies they like to shoot up the nose you like the serial killer selfie yeah you be like dog like you you if you want a straight woman to like you the nose pick is not it oh they did a crossover with uh the last of us that's interesting oh uh but yeah it was his birthday this is they had like his birthday party as one of the posts you know yeah i've been to several of those when i was a kid that's how i had his birthday no 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 uh mcdonald's birthday party that's how uh, i had a, a mcdonald's cake she cake mm-hmm. i was a kid mm. but yeah i guess people think i don't i'm not sure what makes this gay uh mm-hmm. you know want to come to my party find got my own grimace meal and purple shake and i guess it's him with these shades and this purple car i don't i'm not sure what would make it gay or whatnot but maybe it's some code to speak within the community and folks know you know just they just know you like you know if you know you it's know like the way i look at babe ruth i'm like that's a nigga like maybe they like that's a gay person he's he's blinging on the gaydar come on um <clears throat> but fans have been speculating that the celebration for grimace has something to do with june also being pride month hey grimace happy birthday and happy pride one user tweeted so i don't know maybe mm-hmm. grimace is gay um i like to think they're all gay if i'm being honest every single everybody mcdonald's mascot i think they're all getting it in okay with somebody they're all somewhere okay that and the whole crew of uh uh, cobra Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh this is a huge news and i haven't really heard much about boycotting threats shooting up i ain't seen no videos or nothing but uh the homophobic people lost a a major pray for them guys they lost a major uh well i guess what they assumed to be just a battle they lost a major battle in the homophobia movement what happened okay republicans are making everybody pick sides Mm -hmm. and apparently cracker barrel has picked the gay side oh cracker barrel came out like hey stop this (laughs) Cracker Barrel Old Country Stores, the meatloaf and fried steak purveyor founded in Middle Tennessee, has been criticized for a diversity, equity, and inclusion campaign. We take no pleasure in reporting that the Cracker Barrel has fallen. Tweeted tweeted the Texas Family Project. (laughs) Confederate flags at half mass. They go, we got to fly old door old glory upside down today <laughs> right there is Con- the country is in distress it is up they kicking over big ass rocking chairs for no reason <laughs> as evidence uh the texas family project also sounds like uh one of them hate groups but uh, as evidence the texas group cited a two-page flyer from the restaurant chain celebrating pride month it's participation in which appeared to be a few rainbow colored sponsored rocking chairs yeah like it's not even like cracker barrel got to do that much because mm-hmm. cracker barrel not supposed to do anything right like i don't even know if cracker barrel 
picked a side after george floyd maybe they mm-hmm. did i just don't remember it i don't remember either cause... feel like it would have been major news though yeah cracker barrel was like we just cracker barrel yeah um so yeah they 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 are upset with the barrel um discrimination over or through unconscious bias has no place at cracker barrel old country store the company which over the years has been criticized for its conduct says on its diversity equity inclusion and belonging page in 1992 it asked and was granted a so-called no action letter from the u.s securities and exchange commission to exclude shareholder proposals dealing with its employment policies and in particular its policies stated in press in a press release that it would not hire gay or lesbian employees <gasps> that was in 1992 Ooh. after public and shareholder pressure cracker barrel reversed the policy and in 1998 the sec withdrew the no action letter during the george w bush administration cracker barrel settled a lawsuit with the justice department that alleged a pattern of discrimination against african-american customers based on the conduct of in 50 restaurants in seven states so that doesn't just come from nowhere everybody when y'all hear us making jokes about black people thinking cracker barrel's racist right it's a reason denny's yep stay on that list too y'all know i haven't ate denny's in years for that reason yeah and the food's not good um <laughs> uh culture wars have engulfed a number of companies in particular of late in particular anheuser-busch uh which ran a social media ca- campaign with dylan mulvaney featuring uh her holding a personalized bud light uh can with well we kind of talked about this one uh, her story before um but yeah the 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 cracker barrel people got mad you know they got mad about the woke mob you know coming to cracker barrel uh people definitely did leave some funny tweets okay this is gonna be good hank green says i gotta stop me i gotta stop participating in the ridiculousness of modern discourse me two hours later do you think they let me get a cracker barrel has fallen tattoo between chemo treatment (laughs) wishing your speedy recovery hank uh picture uh andy says picture me and my family oh wait i can show y'all these right Mm -hmm. um i think you can yeah my bad uh i thought i don't know why i thought we were already looking at the page together um <laughs> this person pictured a bunch of people leaving uh vietnam i mean leaving um probably south or or no, leaving north korea or whatever or south korea during uh some american conflict it looks like people getting helicopter off of an embassy or something mm-hmm. and it says picture me and my family leaving cracker barrel before the woke mob can gay our biscuits <laughs> gay our biscuits gay our biscuits you mean with the white gravy i don't get it beverly tweet maker says dearest martha (laughs) it has been seven days since the fall of cracker barrel and i must reluctantly report that morale has never been lower (laughs) the men know not where they can get chicken fried chicken (laughs) while retreating back to charleston without deviating more than a mile off the interstate right (laughs) <laughs> chicken fried chicken and chicken fried steak like you got to go back to uh, hard tack <laughs> <laughs> i see somebody up upset all they wanted was the chicken fried steak and now they got the word about the glitter falling in it woe is them yeah man uh that i'm sure that hurt because i know listen i'm not gonna lie i thought cracker barrel was a child too <laughs> me too i'm just as shocked i'm just it's shocked. It's, it's, it's 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 funny to me too <laughs> i said oh damn oh, cracker barrel like i didn't know they was you know i didn't know they was on the market for uh 
for being on the right side of history i thought they was i thought they was just like we over here y'all know we all i mean it's in the name cracker you're right oh my goodness um all right let's get into some other news have you heard about the missing sub no submarine or submarine okay uh so apparently there were some rich people they hopped in the sub the sub got a um like a it looks like a gps on it no hold on hold on it looks like a it looks like when you get one of those you when you go to gamestop and you don't and you need another controller but you don't get the controller that come with it so you get like the knockoff controller oh no that's that's what they use to navigate the sub is that the that kind brand? of video game controller oh, yeah no it's supposed yeah. to be square but it's circles the button's off a little right. bit right you got a turbo button right <clears throat> <laughs> you got the fuck is a turbo that button. don't work that you right. never figure out how to make work nope. um so yeah um this is i'll show you a picture of this of the of the um video game controller but apparently there's like a you can see it there it look like it it look like a gamecube knockoff or something like a nintendo 64 yeah but but like a knockoff yeah nintendo gamecube yeah um so Of, of, of a brand you ain't never heard before and you push the buttons three times and then all of a sudden it gets stuck so yeah this is the controller you don't want when you go to your cousin's house you yeah like, like oh, somebody said that mad cats yes. yes mad cats that's what i was thinking of so um five people are missing from this uh um that it's called the titan and what it does is it searches for the remains of the titanic and it's supposed to like take you down to that depth and you can like look at the titanic and and get like better whatever for it okay the cost of the trip is how much ten thousand ten thousand dollars okay four people can go at a time i guess and then the driver right mm-hmm. it has 96 hour oxygen supply and it is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a person god damn mm-hmm. just a, a whole million dollars at the bottom of the sea possibly uh it can only be open from the outside even if it makes it back up to the surface by itself bitch what mm-hmm. so somebody gotta be waiting on you yeah uh rescue crews are now racing to get another submersible craft prepared to try and reach the same depth as the titan when it bitch you better contact. not lose me we paid two hundred fifty thousand dollars the gps or something better be pinging on this motherfucker <laughs> the fuck is this that's too much money we paid all this money and can't nobody find us. Shit, they know we going to the Titanic. I don't understand. How we get lost? Did a whale eat us? The fuck is this? Yeah, it's gotta have like some sirens on it or something. Right. 
um so now aquaman shit somebody better find us in the motherfucker for two hundred fifty thousand dollars mm-hmm. um so they don't know if they were using the logitech f710 as on the latest expedition ah! that's not a joke that's what that controller is oh no they don't know if they were using that um because uh, they had a, that picture from like a year ago so maybe they maybe they've upgraded to a wireless xbox control i don't know i mean bitch i mean this this bitch ain't got apple apple carplay on it shit we know what it does that ship ain't going nowhere y'all can't gps through the ocean how to get to there it's also wireless um and you know i'm not shitting on logitech or whatever but you know come on guys it's not that's not a playstation uh but it looks like a wireless controller that's how you what if they just lost their controller what if that's how they stuck what happened the, the battery ran dead it was like oh yeah. fuck nobody got it nobody anybody got it. else got some trip to uh triple a AA batteries you were supposed to buy some folks right. i told you to go to the store you know the off-brand controller don't never use the same thing it's like who got a nine volt <laughs> yes i got i know who we, got the flat round ones right i need what the is kind, it, c25 the fuck if i know i need to kind of go in your uh in your in your car alarm uh system <laughs> i cannot believe they is doing this with a video game controller yeah i mean listen i don't trust small submarines i don't trust it i don't trust the men who operate them i don't trust their dependability uh i only trust the big like red like the big what like october red what was the name of that movie red october i only <laughs> trust the big red october ass <laughs> I, I trust i i need i need the motherfucking like nuclear sub before i fuck with anything and also like I, is it really worth it to see the titanic <clears throat> a quarter of a million dollars i mean bitch i saw the movie it's not like you can get out you know what I'm saying? and look at it or touch it or something like that you just gonna be down there in the dark like yeah i think it's over there somewhere yeah i think that's it all right guys because you know it's not like we got light down here or else we would have found these motherfuckers by now right um somebody said it was the hunt for red october yeah i said red okay. october i got it i got it at the end guys thank you for trying to help um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man it's, uh, they also this is the part that's wild the tourist submersible that went missing while exploring the titanic wreck was previously the target of safety complaints from an employee of ocean gate the parent company that owns the sub and runs tourist expeditions of the wreck bitch i'm suing the hell out of y'all you're dead karen your family got to sue yeah that, that's what i mean i'm gonna be the family member that's gonna sue i'm not gonna be in the ship i'm i'm gonna be the one that's like uh yeah we we're, mm. we're suing you you knew you had no business taking my family member down there i'm mad they spent that money anyway they could have bought a house or at least a decent car and now you done took them down and they dead at the bottom of the ocean that employee complained specifically that the sub was not capable of descending to such extreme depths before he was fired that's according to legal documents obtained by the new republic according to the court documents in the 2018 case ocean gate employee david lockridge a submersible pilot voiced concerns about the safety of the sub according to the press release lockridge was director of marine operations at the time and responsible for the safety of all crew and clients the concerns he voiced came to light as part of a breach of contract case related to Lockridge refusing to green light man test of the early models of the submersible over safety concerns. She's like, nigga, this is my whole job. My whole job is to be sure y'all don't die. So, 
did they listen to his concerns no, no. they fired him and then oceangate sued him for disclosing confidential information about the titan submersible in response he filed a compulsory counterclaim where he alleged wrongful termination over being a whistleblower about the quality and safety of the submersible uh in his counterclaim he alleged that rather than addressing his concerns ocean gates uh, ocean gate <clears throat> instead summarily terminated his employment in efforts to silence him and to avoid addressing the safety and con- quality control issues mm-hmm. and they did and now people are missing so that you know what he was right yep he was right yep he was like this is not designed for that my whole job probably got a a fucking phd with a bunch of letters behind it and y'all gonna tell that man that we can do this and he go he's like no you can't this is, sounds like a terrible way to die too right you and know. what only 96 hours right like of air but right. that's assuming that they're just down there stuck and not that what is like, coming in but well that's the thing when you down that low it's 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 like you basically just your whole shit just crunch up oh yeah and like your blood basically just cat starts boiling it's just yeah it's Nigga. a horrible way to die Mm-mm. yeah like I, you just hate to be down that far and then you get like too dark deep and then the pilot's like uh-oh bitch uh-oh what we yeah. uh-oh about we can't back this bitch up what is what is this you just hear a rivet pop or something Bing! like uh-oh all Mm-mm. shit Mm-mm. well guys the good news will be dead in 10 seconds uh turn on your gps's that we uh uh uh, implanted in you what uh turn them on turn them on you're gonna need them so they can find the bodies they're trying the the coast guard said they're gonna try to get something together and find them but it's not looking good nobody knows who the fuck it is also if these motherfuckers had a sub that was supposed to be able to do this and they shit failed i doubt that the people that don't got a sub are gonna find a way to rescue them and then like how do you you can't get out of whatever you're in to save them because there's nothing that can protect the human body at that depth uh unless you got like the fucking claw machine from uh toy story where it just reached down into the yeah, sea and yeah. pick them up i think i think it's over yeah unless we paw patrol i i do not understand you know how we gonna get around the the uh, uh physics it is and door the explorer does a better job of, yeah coast guard x mocks the spot coast guard says it can't guarantee rescue of missing titanic titanic submersible even if they find it as oxygen supply dwindles to just 40 hours i don't know it seemed like y'all would have some type of something for it something to be able to find that bitch hey don't this shit cost too much for you to be like well it's lost at sea yeah seem like y'all or something i don't know i mean is is this common to just lose shit at sea right wow so yeah man uh you know good luck to those people um uh and uh good luck to the people trying to find them right sounds like that uh you know somebody in there was like y'all talk me into this bullshit i told y'all i didn't want to go you said it'd be a chance of a lifetime and now we did one of the people was a titanic researcher who specialized in it so what an ironic way to die <laughs> right right beside it guess it was suboptimal <laughs> sounds like they were out of their debt 
all right spotify executive bill simmons mm-hmm. calls harry and megan grifters after the podcast deal they had with spotify ends <clears throat> they got 20 m's and um apparently they were you know that they were grifting on them uh they only made 12 episodes it was a 20 million dollar multi-year deal the ringer podcast network founder bill simmons who sold his company to spotify for 196 million in 2020 and gained a leadership role at the company in the deal criticized harry and megan on his own podcast following the announcement from the sussex's audio production company archwell that had they had severed ties with spotify the couple signed a 20 million dollar deal in 2020 man it does feel weird that bill simmons is is able to go on his podcast and shit on them i'm not saying he's it just feels weird because you when i think of like someone holding a position at a company you don't think of the company coming out and getting the shit on the person it's kind of like normally they remain somewhat neutral Um, right it is unprofessional and you make spotify look bad because bitch you on the board now you on the board which means you know shit that the average person does not know yeah i just wonder like is this a deterrent to other podcasters or something like if jamel hill leaves spotify with bill simmons and come out and be like yeah let me tell you what's what i don't like about her right and it doesn't make you look good and it makes people go well you racist like Mm -hmm. even if you're not that's how it makes people look the archetypes podcast which was hosted by megan featured conversations with friends and celebrities including serena williams mariah carey trevor noah it topped the podcast charts for spotify the number of markets but only 12 episodes were made I mean, 12 episodes in three years is low as fuck, uh, especially for that amount of money. Mm-hmm. Last week, but that's the other thing. They were, this, and this is one of my fucking issues with all this shit, including Spotify. They go out and throw buckets of money at celebrities who are not podcasters. Mm-mm. And they're just hiring them for the splash of the name of look who we the got. The shit is work. And so when those people do not want to do the work of podcasting, when they're not going to turn out 52 episodes a year, whatever the fuck you think they should be doing, mm-hmm. it's not really a surprise to me because they weren't podcasting in the beginning. It's not like you went, it's not like they had a podcast and then you said, let us pay for you to put host your podcast exclusively to us. That's not what happened. Right. Last week, Spotify and Archwell, uh, student audio, released a joint statement saying they mutually agreed to part ways and they're proud of the series we made together however sources close to spotify have said the royal couple did not meet the productivity benchmark required to receive the full headline uh payout from the deal having only produced one uh 12 episode one 12 episode series so they probably won't even make the whole 20 million which makes sense because why would you give somebody 20 million for 12 episodes over three years that that would be the kind of contract that would require from a company would be one of the most wasteful uses oh somebody would lose their job yeah yeah i don't know who was that famous that you would give them 20 million dollars for 12 episodes over three years that's what what is that even like a three episodes a year or some shit or four episodes a year that's nothing oh yeah they didn't make that many episodes yeah um so then um uh i guess uh this is what he said bill simmons i wish i had been involved in the harry megan lee spotify negotiation the fucking grifters that's the podcast we should have launched with them 
uh simmons said on his podcast the bill simmons podcast i've got to get drunk one night and tell the story of the zoom i had with harry to try and help him with the podcast i did it's one of my best stories fuck them the grifters uh simmons had previously said he was annoyed he had to share spotify with prince harry and yeah sound like he don't like them for yeah, whatever I think, reason i think a lot of white people don't like them right just in general i'm not even calling them racist and shit i get it da, da, da. i mean half the reason black people like them is just because megan is is biracial and mm-hmm. we want to claim that like it's not like it's ever been that deep abiding love I don't, i've always felt like we don't know them uh, true you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like and now i think people like what they represent but what do they represent you know there's i wasn't shitting on people that were getting off on it i wasn't denigrating the people that weren't getting off of it i thought it was weird how much people were fighting about it because it just didn't seem to be so important to me but um yeah i mean you know it is what it is yeah like i said before it's one of those things where i hope somebody got a hold of him because it's like nigga you represent the company like you can't be on your own podcast talking because if we're in negotiation trying to do something else people are going to think really hard about coming here going hey if anything goes wrong or something like that i gotta deal with you fucking talking about me on your podcast that is the part i find interesting i'm i'm assuming other people wouldn't necessarily some i think if you hire a podcaster i wouldn't worry about it if you hire a celebrity then yeah a celebrity might not do the job the way you think they should do it um and simmons is a podcaster at this point right like he could see he has a company he consistently puts out material you know he has a work ethic so of course he's gonna look at a person like this and be like you didn't even take this seriously fuck you um that being said um they there's an accusation that they think megan markle was faking her interviews like having an assistant or somebody ask people questions and then dubbing her own voice in later as if she asked the question okay so like you know we i'm talking like i'm not really talking to serena williams my assistant or somebody's getting the audio and then later i'm not even there later they go in and put it in um i actually think that is kind of weird and unethical yeah because they're paying you to do the interview so they expect you to be there yeah like i'm not it's not illegal or nothing but Mm -hmm. i think it's weird and unethical it feels like that you should be able to do that that's you've only done 12 shows you didn't have the time to even do that you know and especially now with skype and all yeah, that like, ways around that now look maybe it's not true maybe they're just trying to the the shit on her or whatever right. but if it is no. true that is pretty bad like i like i because i and the reason i go by <clears throat> i'll go by myself i would never do that shit Mm-mm. and i would feel like i cheated the audience if i did that shit like if i was like i interviewed so-and-so guys it's gonna be great and then i edited a bunch of shit and dubbed my voice over and, and made it seem like it and then sent it to y'all under the pretense that i had an actual in-person some type of interaction with this person um yeah i would feel like i lied to my audience now she doesn't have to feel this but this is how i feel i would feel like i lied to my audience like i was tricking people like i wasn't putting in the work or delivering what i promised people i've never done an interview like that and had to dub in some shit so that does feel weird if that's true 
right that's if that's true because right right now it's a sling fest so you know everybody just coming out and saying anything it's also the kind of thing you can't really cover up because too many people be involved with that shit not it's not just your assistant Mm -mm. the people at spotify the person you interview knows it wasn't you right like it's gonna get back to people that you didn't do that shit so if that is true that does feel that i see why somebody would say you grifted them because it's like you know that that's not what you were promised us and when we sat down and did the the what is your podcast gonna be you didn't say i'm gonna pretend to interview people you didn't say that right <laughs> like let's just right. keep it and real it was probably like you we need so many episodes a year so many per week blah 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 and it was like you didn't even hit the benchmarks yeah so mm-hmm. anyway seems seems wild that might, might have should have been in white people news um do you know who sukihana is Mm-mm. um so she is a rapper um and she I don't know why people separate her rap from other rap women that rap about sex and stuff all the time but she's a very sexual rapper okay um and so she kind of was in the headlines over the weekend because um she was doing interviews and and public appearances and dudes were being super creepy towards her um here's her on candy's podcast candy from the real housewives has a podcast i guess and candy had a a dude on there uh is she in the green dress yes okay candy had a dude on on there talking to her and this is what went I'll down make that pussy spit and i know it do I, I watched you walk in this motherfucker i make that pussy spit and i know it do i, I watched you walk in this motherfucker so you can tell by my walk i can tell by your walk that pussy spit hey are you a country nigga where you from i'm from atlanta georgia Camerton Road to be exact. <laughs> What's happening with it? Oh, yeah, I don't smell your pussy. I'm gonna put my face in your pussy. You say, Sue, with the good cookies. You know what I'm saying? You be talking about how good that motherfucker. Yeah. Um, and Candy's laughing at it. Motherfucker smell and all that. We can go to the back and I can come back and you give up. You wanna smell my ass? I wanna, I'm, I might put my tongue down that motherfucker. Oh my gosh, A1. But we gonna start with the sniffing of it. You are aggressive. She love that shit, man. Look at her. <laughs> I, like that old no, shit. I don't. You love that shit. No, I mean after like during sex, maybe, but you know, that's not 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 right now, <laughs> right? Because you're having a fucking you. interview. Be professional. Fuck oh, that. You don't match your match. I'm here. What's up? So listen, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like they do porn stars just because I rap about fucking and all that shit. It don't mean I want to fuck you. Mm-hmm. Oh, apparently he showed his dick pic to her during the middle of the interview. Five oh. inches is a huge dick to me. Five that's, inches? Yeah, that's big to me. No, okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's super big. I love that size. That's I know my mom used to say she'd rather be tickled than be stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, sorry. Because, you know, some people got all their dick and they just be down <laughs> stabbing it. What? So he showed a picture of his dick during the interview. He think that's okay? Yep. Niggas. Um, and what I think is interesting about this on the first hand is like because people are like well look what she rap about first of all all them women rap about that right like megan made wet ass pussy people wasn't doing this to her you know so i think that's already kind of kind of a weird framing of it to be like secondly niggas rap about a bunch of shit Mm -hmm. it's not okay to like 
shoot a nigga because like if you see pusha t at an event it's not okay to like try to sell him cocaine right because he rap about it all the time like we we know like there's a certain level of like embellishment make believe da 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 and like doing pussy rap is you know that's what people call it that's not necessarily like a invitate open invitation to when you see me start talking about how you gonna put your tongue in my ass and shit right um so i don't know i i think that is it's it is creepy and it's weird that people act like he couldn't um control his self yeah he'd been around women before and it's fucking disrespectful and, and and what's so fucked up about it i bet you i don't know if she has a man or not but i bet you if she was quote-unquote associated and tied right, to a man right. he wouldn't do that bullshit that's true that he don't true. feel like she's quote-unquote covered or there's nobody that's going to defend her or he don't have to deal with no man beating his ass mm-hmm. so he feel like he could talk to her any old fucking kind of way and if she would have went off if she would have got nasty if she would have walked out of the interview she'd have been the goddamn bitch no nigga fuck you yep so that you know that was the first thing i saw about it and it was obviously like a huh what the fuck was that about right and it's weird people are mad at candy too because they she's the he's the co-host of her show and she never she just laughed through it and never rings him in or whatever you know now i don't know enough about her podcast to know if that's like a that's his, his role or that's something that you do all the time and 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 it's creepy and i don't know if it's a business of llc or something like that but if she was not supposed to feel comfortable and come back and sue y'all it would be a goddamn problem because he literally sexually harassed gave me give me motherfucking dick pics while we're video recording and you think it's all good no it's not i do think it's weird that candy's getting more heat for it than even he did if you look at most of the tweets in this article they're about candy they're not about him at all yeah because they don't i don't even know if they mention him like in that way like they they at candy but not him uh like for example at candy your co-host is a misogynistic ignorant clown who's making you look incapable of determining what sexual harassment is or how to separate your guest professional persona from their personal space and boundaries get someone better at candy he is a negative impact sis um uh Sakihana the goat goat that's her twitter is a sexually open entertainer it's her right and it's her right anytime in any situation express if when how anyone makes her feel uncomfortable say no and have her wishes respected here at candy and her laughing is disappointing dude is trash hashtag Sukiana, and then black women deserve better like uh yeah I, I, like i said it's it feels like candy's catching the heat more than the dude even is is it her show but i think it's her podcast so i don't know oh but uh, but even with that there needs to be some accountability for his actions yeah. she didn't make him do that she nor did she tell him to do that he I also that think i also think just because motherfuckers can get on a podcast mike and they're a celebrity like candy's thing is like i'm very sex positive i'm very open about sex and sexuality but that doesn't mean you're really ready to helm these conversations because in that moment you would think a person that truly uh is practicing what they preach truly talking and reading and understanding stuff on a deeper level than just like you know the flash in the pan shit would have been like hey, hey, hey. you would have said she uncomfortable that's enough she better rang that in we need to talk about yeah. something else change the subject sir yeah or else you need to leave if, if you cannot control yourself and your dick get off the podcast yeah so almost all these tweets are about candy though so i don't even know what you do um 
and apparently this interview was from like three months ago so um but then after that popped up from three months ago there was a different um issue where this dude yk osiris who's a rapper um he was at a um at an event where sukihana was on like a um on a on a panel or something and she's like talking on the stage with these with with like a little duvall and yk osiris comes over to her while she's talking and tries to kiss her in the middle of her talking so they just blatantly just disrespecting her like mm-hmm. like we actually really don't give a fuck about you mm-hmm. that's basically what you're saying us as men don't give a fuck about you you talk about your pussy and because you talk about your pussy it gives us the right to treat you any old goddamn kind of way and so if like i said if she does any form of retaliation she's to ask no nigga don't fucking touch me which is wild is which is wild because like i can't get over the fact they act like she the first woman to rap about sex right like they weren't people weren't doing this to Lil Kim and stuff but maybe you're like you said they were male affiliated in a way yes you know even Nicki had Lil Wayne in them mm-hmm. um <clears throat> you know like most of the women that rap about sex and stuff like that typically have you know some level of male protection or affiliation yes so this is her at this event talking and then this is why K.O. Cyrus coming up behind her putting his hands on her shoulders what if she'd have fucking popped him or slapped him or punched him or they'd have been brawling it'd have been a goddamn problem don't touch me he's touching her shoulders and you can already see her face looking like why is this dude touching me right nobody else is touching me why is he getting that close to her oh my god Oh, nigga, I'd have popped you in the face with that goddamn mic. Get your hands off me, bitch. And Lil Duvall just tried to act like he didn't see what he looked and then act like he didn't see what's happening. Because he already know that's a bad look. Right. (laughs) And then YK Osiris tried to walk up to some, there's only dudes on the stage of her. But he tried to walk up to another dude and like dap him up to be like, ha ha, ain't that crazy? And dude also even beat the shit out of him. That's not funny. So if I sue you, it was mm-hmm. like I was on the stage at an event, sue the people. I was on the stage at an event. I felt uncomfortable. You allowed this dude to touch me. You allowed him to goddamn kiss me. There was no security. Nobody came and did a motherfucking thing. And keep in mind, um, Meek Mill, uh, went on Twitter almost immediately after seeing that video and at first said, um, she, he, he, he tweeted to her, uh, don't do, or he said this, don't do this to him, please. He, cause someone had a, um, someone, okay. There's a screenshot of an article from Say Cheese or whatever, whoever that is and it's sukihana what it's a picture of like yk osiris and sukihana and it's a picture of a screen cap of her tweet that says i'm hurt and i'm scared to stand up for myself and he meek mill quote tweeted this and said don't do this to him please he's a good kid don't give a fuck about that just slap him and he gotta let you something 
we don't need our young boys torn down for mistakes in this hypersexual area era i support sookie hold that shit down on some street shit no you you don't support me because if you support me why are you talking to me i am the victim of this the fuck is this get out my goddamn face then he said y'all drawing a big line between men and women nowadays on social and it's getting bad in the black community all this internet superficial shaming judging gaslighting only hurt us people and it's a lot of people who need strength especially young black men okay so fuck the women he might got a rumble sookie brother anything but this same internet tear each other down stuff sookie can do what she wants she feels violated but let me mind my business yeah that's what you need to do baby that's that's what you need to do mind your business also um the way it's about a black woman saying hey this 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 bothered me and i'm scared to stand up for myself and meat mill and dudes on that stage and you know candy birds they're the reason people stare to stand up for themselves in this situation because you don't have her back Mm -mm. you know and especially for me to make it immediately like if she stands up for herself you're picking on a black man because all the men are black all the women are white you know like black women don't have any fucking say Mm -mm. Right. Well, all the blacks are men, all the women are white. Y'all know yeah, that. yeah, and, and, and it becomes, just talking from a sit's head place, yeah. it's, it, it becomes very, very, uh, frustrating, uh, because why do I need the quote unquote protection? Why do I need to be attached to a penis in order for you to respect me and my autonomy? Right. Why can't I just exist just to exist? Also, it, how is it not just as bad or weird for like, him to be physically assaulted by her brother or something like that like what he's suggesting like hold it down on some street shit is essentially he violated you in public but don't say nothing in public quiet like he values the he he's more worried about how it looks on twitter and how it looks in on social media than how it looked on that stage yes it looked horrible it looked terrible and it's also you know one one of the things and i know that people get sensitive when you talk about this but this is the one reason why you have women for valid reasons to be like niggas ain't shit because y'all y'all looked at him do me like that and not one of y'all say dude stop what the fuck are you doing why are you over here you're not a part of this nobody said anything you know and and that's the part that's frustrating for women i'm just speaking from my perspective that's the part that's very frustrating to me it's like well people go well not me and not mine okay not you and yours but what about them other niggas well not just that but this is what dudes say all the time when they say stuff like well you know i don't know no men like that and if it happened don't say it all men don't say black men don't say this because i would have did this all them dudes on the stage nobody did anything nobody said shit nobody even spoke up like nobody even spoke up to be like calm down or hey man what you doing you're actually and you all have mics in your face right you didn't even make like a a comment on it on the stage i'm not even saying you had to be like now brothers why do we do our women like you could have just been like hey man calm down what you doing right are you part of the interview why are you over here yeah hey man you od right now like no one said anything because and this is the thing that i keep saying about what people don't understand about the when people talk about toxic toxic masculinity 
people think of it as either a this one-off thing that a man does and then you know the other men are like i would never i'm different than that let's not blame us all for that man's behavior or they go all men do this all men go around and they're just harassing and kissing women and 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 violating their boundaries and to me neither one of those are really what happens i think what we just watched is what really happens yes is that one dude does that and then the rest of motherfuckers that always talk about being a man and how they wouldn't let nobody do i got sisters i got a i got a wife i got a daughter they didn't do shit they said all the girl dads with kobe in the bio didn't do shit they sat right up in there watched it happen in their face candy burrs who i'm sure is to some extent has espoused certain feminist beliefs throughout her sexual positive career she didn't say shit she didn't do nothing and and to a certain extent i understand because i think that's more closer to the truth than this shit where people pretend to be like because people actually don't want to get involved the truth be told most people are like it's not happening to me right i just don't want no problems i'ma just pretend it's not happening but meek went on to say and protect sookie osiris you a dh i don't know what dh means uh go back to church stop following the heathens so then osiris yk osiris did um end up apologizing uh he apologized and and, and um Suki accepted so um let's see he apologized for the whole thing da 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 um and Suki has chosen to accept it so she said i want to say first thank you to everyone who has reached out your thoughtfulness is not going to notice i would like to address the event that took place on saturday as well as the aftermath surrounding such first i was i want to acknowledge that ykl cyrus has apologized to me both privately and publicly i've chosen to accept his apology god always forgives me and i can always forgive others my acceptance of his apology is not excusing or lessening the severity of his actions this is right. the, this is destiny choosing to give grace to osiris he is young Oh, it is my prayer that this experience will cause him and others to be more mindful and respect the personal boundaries of others i'm human i'm a woman i'm a mother and a daughter before i am an entertainer no matter what my lyrics express i still have boundaries and a right to have them again i've accepted his apology i'm working towards getting back to my life i'm uh giving yk the grace and forgiveness that i wanted to be given to me as i was discovering and defining myself on this very public and sometimes unforgiving entertainment platform thanks again i deeply appreciate your support um so yeah and i his apology i have pictures of it i'm trying to i gotta blow it up because it's on this weird website oh i apologize to my family and my supporters i keep letting y'all down i just want to be a better person and focus on my purpose and that's music love y'all so much for real don't worry i got a gift for y'all since i've been bullshitting these past years i lost everything my mind my family my love for music i just need help for real prayer emoji which that, to me not is not really an apology i'm about to say you but didn't she did it. say he reached out privately so maybe that was a apology okay but, but he, that's an apology to your fans and friends right he did not apologize to you or his actions he did yeah. not call you out by name you know that and it's one of those things where it was like it's very very frustrating because that's when um apologies non-apology if i offended you type of things he didn't say that but that's how i felt mm-hmm. 
because like you did not acknowledge your actions you did not say how you were going to improve you did not say it was going to be a real change <laughs> you know so and also it's one of those things where if i was a woman rapper and i was seeing it, so i was like I, I don't want to be alone with that nigga yeah that's fucking frightening yeah um yeah that's, that's terrible i don't i don't even know what else to say other than that's terrible i think um it was interesting looking on social media to see the people that were stretching to find a way that it was her fault you know yeah, they, like yeah. why she rap like that she shouldn't be making songs like that then it's like god damn y'all sound fucking stupid yeah yeah and <laughs> it's one of those things where just because a woman raps like i said raps about her pussy raps about sex raps about fucking some dudes feel like it just gives us the right to just treat you any old kind of way and just say any old kind of quote-unquote thing to you right like i said when i feel like you're not protected but i don't feel like it's not a consequences no any consequences from a man and it's clearly an on-stage persona we know this because every other fucking rapper we treat like that and the ones who aren't we go well that's their i can't believe that it wasn't just our on-stage persona like we like we accept this as part of the thing like we know drake ain't never shot nobody Mm-mm. like we know that like we it's i i don't i mean it's insane to me that people think that's even a like an excuse or like well she be rapping about that you know and i guarantee well, even if she raps about stuff sexual she's not rapping about come over to me and and just fucking assault me you know what i mean <laughs> she's that's not part of the raps you know like anyway it's just <sighs> super wild yeah and it's very very frustrating and then you know when black women be like i don't feel protected this is part of the reason why they don't feel protected right you know and i know there's black men out there doing the good thing okay yada 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 but what about that nigga and it's a lot it's a lot of that nigga out there well you know it's worse it's worse than it being a lot of them it's worse because the the lot out of the the nine black men on that stage one did that and then eight watched it's worse because people the people that people pretend to be is always the ones who would have said something and they don't and i'm i'm a black dude i'm i'm cis at i've been i've been around life i've been around other people that's like one of the things about masculinity that's just hard for people to perceive because you know or or not perceive it's hard for people to express it is so much about following Mm-hmm. it's so much about rigid um that's why people are talking about alpha males and shit it is so much about like just other people doing shit and what's really happening is the little boy inside of you is scared right you know it's why some people gravitate to me it's also why some people don't fuck with me correct it's because and i know it's a rare thing i'm not saying it like i'm a hero i i feel like an outcast i feel like a lot of times the loser the one that doesn't do the party right the one that doesn't know how to i don't know how to do being a man the right way because there's shit that's come along in my life where i've been the one to be like i don't think this is right and sometimes you'll have another man or two that that goes you know what i was thinking and i just didn't want to say it right i've had that happen before too like you be playing basketball someone says a homophobic slur and you're like hey man why you got to say that like what the what the fuck they got to do with basketball and you'll catch people a lot of times who were thinking what i was thinking but because no one was going to say it they weren't going to say shit but the second i said it they went yeah man you don't gotta say that man you know my cousin gay or somebody in here could be gay and that's what's not, wrong with that 
but it's funny because it's that one spark if i wouldn't have been there then it would have just been f word f word this and and not just you know other shit too you know it's other shit too it's just not just that but and i and like i said i don't even feel like i'm you know the most performative woke nick like i'm not even like that i'm just a normal fucking human being who has a bit of empathy for other folks and just be like i don't know seem like you shouldn't say that about that like you know if your boy is cat so i've been at a basketball court where a dude was cat calling a woman and he was a friend of mine and and i and i think he was a white dude and it felt to me racial like he was cat calling because he thought me as a black man would be impressed with look at this white dude cat calling the woman at the, on the track at the gym and i was like bro that shit is whack you know and 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 it wasn't like he went well thank you man i learned a lot today it was like oh man come on man fuck that man is this, this, she fine i'm like bro we all got eyes man she just here to work out calm the fuck down like we just supposed to be playing basketball it's not like you went up there trying to get a number you're yelling from that what the fuck do you expect to happen you know me i start roasting them but it was like you so eventually everybody's like yeah that shit is kind of whack dude like we all see she she fine you you know if you wanted us to see that she was fine you could have just leaned over to us like yo that girl on the track is bad that you didn't have to hey hey girl like yeah it, it, don't, it don't have to be a but scene no one would have said shit if i didn't say shit because most people are followers and i'm not even a, i always say something ass nigga i'm right a lot of times i'll be like well these niggas is ignorant i guess i'll go do something else and not hang out with them but the times i do say something or i have said something you'll get that vibe of like other dudes being like oh yeah that is right that is fucked up and i guess we can say something about it yeah and like if one person on that stage would have been like bro get off of her it changed the heat i guarantee you two, two or three other dudes would have been like yeah dude what you doing Yes. but men are such fucking cowards in that way because our masculinity is about a lot of it is encapsulated by cowardism a lot of it is just like i don't want to stick out right i don't want to look like the one who's not cool who's not down the one who's fucking up the time i don't want to be that guy and at the same time the bravado of it is all this like if you let men tell it we're all just hyper masculine leaders alpha males who stand up to each and we know right from wrong and i would never let nobody disrespect like not around me it's a fucking lie anyway and and women know because they experience it they see us they see they see the dudes that sat there just as much as they saw that yk osiris they saw every dude that sat there and was like i'm blind all of a sudden you're right and it's also it is also you know one one of those things where as women just like black people know white people better than themselves because it's life and death and cishet relationships women know men better than men because it's life and death for right. us and men don't understand and that. we'll spend time gaslighting women right women will be like this has been my experience i've been a woman around a bunch of men and someone violated me and nobody else said shit nobody did anything motherfuckers may even join in and you got and then you'll have some other dude that wasn't there talking about well that is just a man you hang out i I mean that wasn't a man that was a boy it's everything except you know what you right yeah yeah everything but that the fact that meek mill's mind went immediately to protect this dude and went on twitter to tell us everyone else 
we need to protect this black man at all costs because what we don't need is that's that is a very default mindset for a lot of men especially Mm -hmm. in this case especially black men because we'll hide behind behind the fact that hey racism is real it is there are consequences for being a black man Mm -hmm. that a lot of people don't have to deal with Mm -hmm. and we'll be like you must protect us at all costs because the arms of the system gonna be on this dude we'll never be like but the arms of the patriarchal system that were on her shoulders and trying to force her mouth open that was also a system and that is also something that's turned against a black woman who also deals with negative repercussions for the race not being believed even the way that she's sexualized because her lyrics are sexual means we can violate her body right it's a very black woman thing you see this dark-skinned black woman all of a sudden we don't gotta respect her Mm-mm. cardi been rapping about pussy megan been rapping about pussy mm-hmm. everybody rapping about pussy but something about her we don't got to respect that she is a certain type of black woman but we don't we won't we won't step onto that ledge and talk about the systemic issues there but when she says i need to stand up for myself now here we come with the systemic issues right oh whoa, whoa, whoa. let's not put a black man because now we can't be doing this to each other you know like all of a sudden it, yeah, yeah here it all, comes. all of a sudden the rules and the, and and everything changes and you know i think as the generation changes and particularly as women get older uh and they live through things and experience things because you know what's also funny if you said this it's funny how uh whenever you talk to most women the people that present as women and things like that when you talk to most of them there has been some form of uh, sexual harassment be it rape be it touching be it feeling be it something from family members loved ones strangers it's all over the place but yeah if you ask people all these women and people and and, and, uh people who identify as women you'd be like oh have you been raped yeah have you been sexually assaulted yeah have been people talk about your titties since your titties first popped up yeah but yet men goes no nobody's raping them well then how are these victims then if nobody's raping them every woman has a story i'm not saying they're all sexual like rape Mm -hmm. every woman has a story period i don't have a woman friend who don't have a story at least and i'm being generous saying a because we know it's it's more than one most have multiple we know it's more than one but every woman got a story and and there are dudes who are just like those are boys well that's just an outlier that's the man you chose isn't we would never say it's a man thing because then we would have to take some level of like accountability responsibility whatever word it is that we're running from we're running from it and i think that's what the sukihana conversation looked like to me Mm -hmm. and i try not to get on here and do a lot of preaching about that shit Mm -hmm. i really do i've cut way down but i haven't changed my mind nope still the same i haven't changed my mind i might have used different words than black men or the white people or black people like maybe just because i don't it brought out such inflammatory responses i'm like well that's never my goal like i'm not trying right. to troll people i'm tr- i'm trying to express something about how there's male privilege in these dynamics even when we don't want to recognize it even right. when it's not as simple as black and white even you know even when there's some things that oppress us that 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 are that are i would say you know completely wholly um strongly against black men in america like I, there's definitely some legal systems some laws yes. some, like like it's not erasing our oppression to then be like mm-hmm. but within the system of our own um of our own 
intra community break makeup there are some abuses that happen because we know as cishet black men we can put ourselves at the forefront and and claim like you owe us some type of loyalty yes you owe yeah yeah and 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 it's it's, it's loyalty even to the death of you yeah and that's the fu- that's the thing that's frustrating because you have someone to go oh i'm not willing to die like you you have a generation go well y'all whip my mama in them ass my grandma in them ass but you, what you ain't gonna do is whip my ass and i'm not willing to die for I saw, you i saw a uh i remember a couple years ago i read this um this long thing about sexual it was during the me too movement and it was this long thing about sexual assault at spellman and uh morehouse i think and there was this there was this like pressure we read it on the show too Mm -hmm. there was pressure on these black women who had been sexually assaulted at these schools to protect these good morehouse brothers you know like that was a like yeah you got sexually assaulted but you gonna really mess up this brother's future and that should tell you everything and i'm sorry like i said i'm not sorry if you can't hear what i'm saying if you getting defensive and bristling up you don't fuck with me no more i'm okay with that because i know i swear to god i'm right mm-hmm. and i know you're wrong and i think you deep down know you're wrong which is why motherfuckers don't want to hear this from me because deep down you know you're wrong and you know and it's not a, the thing that's wild is like i'm not even necessarily talking to the yk osiris nigga i'm talking to the eight people on stage that didn't say shit you know you would don't say shit nigga and because i am one i gotta be the enemy now you know that's that's the thing i always that's the feeling i get even from my own folk i love mm-hmm. being a black man i love black people i love Same. black men i you know i and i understand the weight that comes with that with being a black man i understand the ignorance that we have to fight through i understand the deprogramming that has to happen i you know i get the dark humor i get it all like i'm not separate from black men but in these situations i always feel like when we talk about the systemic shit people just jump into like we need to fight against black women on this or something as opposed to like okay this is a great example of a time where motherfuckers was wrong for that the end there's no there's no need for another side here this this isn't we're covering pride let's go find the other side to this right this is just it's just wrong to be on the other side you know she should be able to rap whatever she rap and we should just be like that's a fucking entertainer right if she was in a movie we wouldn't be like well you played a you did a raunchy sex scene i guess i can just assault you now we don't we don't do that Mm -mm. uh you know speaking of fucking with black people though i feel like we're already playing it zero to a hundred (laughs) karen that get a jacarius because it's just really really uh frustrating and like you see and you brought up something that i didn't even think about uh i just think about her being a woman but colorism probably does play a part in a role in how she's being mm-hmm. treated to an extent because like you say people that are lighter skinned they don't do this too yeah you know? and this is one of the reasons when we like i said i try to stay out of colorism discussion because mm-hmm. it can get murky yes and i don't think it's as linear as people like to point it out sometimes Agreed and i think the outliers fuck people up the contradictions fuck people up but one of the things i try to always be clear about when we talk about colorism is that 
sexually romantically wanting someone is not the same thing as respecting them empowering them it's not the same thing as seeing somebody as an equal right so when people say the way i combat colorism is by you know saying black women are attract dark-skinned women are attractive or i would fuck them or whatever I, I i i i get the rudimentary point you're trying to make is because you think empowerment for women is about wanting to fuck them or i'm not colorist i would have sex with a dark-skinned woman well congratulations your penis works right but that's the thing the reason i push back on this because a lot of times dark-skinned women actually deal with a lot of hypersexualization. Mm-hmm. it's she must be sexually aggressive she must be easy quote-unquote she must be because she's dark-skinned and her rapping like the same way these cardi can rap about this shit we're not seeing this type of behavior towards her Mm-mm. you know but i think you know like you said her possibly not being like male uh someone vouching for her as a that man that's a great point i don't role. i don't know i don't know for a fact to be honest i don't know her dating life like Mm-mm, that me either but that's a great point and also i think her being us it's her aesthetic there's a certain type of like oh yeah yeah, yeah. you're basically a, a sex worker whore you know and i think that comes from white supremacy slavery right all that mm-hmm. shit uh i give her jacars too man um and meek mill man shame on him dog like we got you out of jail just to be stupid man i can't believe this shit well i'll tell you somebody that i didn't expect to be on our side of this conversation but i think he is oh shit what happened karen i hope you're ready for this okay i know you're sitting down i don't know if i'm ready i I hope you're ready okay but we got some company here on the side of the why we have to make everything the black woman's fault and it's not the company you expect where the lawyer at where the business owner at where your city council person at we abandon no, no, black boys and then we blame black men for poor choices in mates that they should not even have to make if we did a better job raising our boys the right way. At the end of the day, if I'm going to call myself a man, mm. the ultimate responsibility for reconstruction of the black community rests with me. Mm. Yes, they have a role. Mm. Yes, they have responsibility. Mm-hmm. But as a man, as a leader, mm. to say I can't fix this shit unless she changes... That's not the definition of a man. I don't see. I think we're not, we're on two different accords. Like, yeah. I don't think we're saying that. What I'm saying is, I am I'm capable of being that leader, that provider. I've worked hard in my life. You get what I'm saying? I should not have to. You still going I, back I to individual? But I only feel like we tell black men that we have to now deal with masculine women, women with children. Why by is other, she masculine? 
Because she's got... had to raise the kids alone. Not one woman, so brother. You tell me, a I, whole I, community. So you mean to tell me I, the only woman I can look forward in my life is a masculine woman that has kids by no, other men? No. That's what I have to no, look forward to? But I'm see? telling you, mm. mistakes made by black men mm. systemically mm-hmm. gave rise to the conditions that allowed her to be masculine and made her end up with a man that you consider to be less than what he should be. And I'm telling you, black men are responsible for her being masculine because we have not helped her raise them children. I, I am and not. when I say help them raise them children, I don't mean you as the stepdad. No, yeah, yeah, I, I mean you yeah, yeah. as an active member Definitely. in the community yes. where we go to every single parent black mother and say, how many sons you got to? How many sons you got to? Well, guess what? That's your son's big brother. That's your son's big brother. He taking him to school. He doing the homework. He going to spend a couple hours with him every Saturday. He got his own kids too, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he going to make time for you. She got masculine because she had to become masculine in order to deal with the rape, the abuse, the domestic violence, the, the disappointments that men had in her life, and also raising those kids and have to take care of herself all at the same time. The black woman has been the be-all, in-all in our community for half of a century, and now we want to turn around and say because she didn't do it perfectly enough or remain feminine enough when she had to absorb our responsibilities plus her own, that's insensitive and disingenuous. Come on now. That that is if that's you don't a recognize, motherfucking word. If you don't recognize that voice, that is Doctor Umar Johnson. Which uh I don't. I uh, am shocked. I did not see that coming. That came out of left field. It's gonna last a full twenty four hours, and he'll be back. But uh, <laughs> hey, I, I I I I give credit. With credit due. Somebody got to send them boys to his fake school, okay? And it's going to be black women. So I guess he finally figured it out, you know? Um, there's, there's, and then I guess before they got to that conversation, this is the first half of that conversation. I should have played this first. Did black men willingly leave the household or was it the system that was, it was systemic? By? Right. So how, if we, if, if we giving them grace for them having to do it without us, but it wasn't our fault, how but, are we not getting that same grace and that same respect? I'm going to tell you why. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because black men, as the leaders of the community, now right. we can't be leaders. Here's the here's the question Women we got to make. That? Here's the here's the question. Because the argument y'all make, yeah, feeds into the feminist agenda. Okay, it's mm-hmm. an argument that says I don't want the responsibility. I'm a leader. I don't want to fix shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fall back and let her run everything. That's what the feminists tell. They say, look at them, making excuses for why they can't be better men, making excuses for why they can't make better men. You understand? Mm. Your argument feeds the feminist narrative. That's, not, that's not what we're making that's excuses not, for. Not, I'm we, saying I am the better man, but yeah. I shouldn't be held responsible because you wanted to choose a Pookie and a Ray Ray. That's not me. I work too hard in my life. I'm going to go back to what I said. Pookie and Ray Ray shouldn't exist. And the only reason why Pookie, Pookie and Ray Ray exist because we're not in the community making those boys the men they need to be. Right. You see right. that? And, she don't um, get a Pookie if you didn't allow a Pookie. But she right. got an Eli. She ain't come to Eli. She went to Pookie. And that's what we're trying to say. <laughs> she wouldn't have had a Pookie if we didn't allow one. I hard in my life. Right. She wouldn't have had a Pookie if we didn't but, allow one. But, but Dr. Umar, we... Men uh, supposed uh, to make the braids the boys. Right, right. We, right as men, we as men is holding other men accountable for, for the same thing that you're talking what, about what, right what, now. What are we doing for the young brothers in the street? So What you mean? Mentoring them? Now I mean, he's a great father. Mm-hmm. I ain't talking about that's individual. That's good. Uh But that's individualism. What are we doing collectively as men Mm -hmm. to change the trajectory for black boys in the streets right now? Nothing. We're we're being a voice. Talking shit. 
Yeah, I mean, you could take it's it. It's not that. going to get better mm-hmm. unless we put hands on deck. The reason the athletes and the rappers are the role models mm-hmm. is the professional black man moved out the hood. Where did Dennis at? He ain't in the black community mm-hmm. no more. Mm-hmm. Where the lawyer at? Where the business owner at? Where right. your city council person at? We abandoned no, no, black boys and then we blame black men for poor choices in mates that they should not even have to make if we did a better job raising our boys the right way. At the end of the day, if I'm going to call myself a man, mm. the ultimate responsibility for reconstruction. Uh, yeah. Um, wow. All right, then. Dr. Umar, I... Does this nigga? Really, I did not see that what, coming. He accidentally fell into some bell hooks or some shit like, and it, and it's still steeped in a lot of like you know shit. I was, I'm not like saying he said it perfectly or whatever, but it was that the devil advocate segment of the show. Like I I was thrown off as the brothers that had him on there. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I kept waiting for him to get, come back and be like, "Ha ha!" just playing this black woman's fault you know yeah and uh listen to what he's saying he's making a good point whenever you begin to talk about things people do begin to individualize things they know not about you as a collective and the collective matters you know the collective matters is you know it's one of those things where you know he brings up a lot of good points it's like we quote unquote blame the women for the bad choices but we don't hold the men accountable for not staying you know and that becomes a problem yeah i remember we used to have a guest on the show and um he was gonna make uh he called it a documentary or something but he was gonna make something about black women being hood rats and mm-hmm. all this shit and it was about that time i was like yeah I, you know, cause we have discussions on the show. I'm like, it doesn't make sense to me because in order for everything that have been black women's fault, you just have to completely act like black men had no role in any of this. Right. So when you like, well, they're not around, they're not being fathers. I said, yeah, that's a bad thing. Well, it's cause the women are running them off. So you telling me that there's a woman that can keep you away from your kid? If you, if you really want to be in your kid's life? If you really want to be. If like, do you, do you and one i have to believe that and then all the black women you know like it was just it was like but it was so obvious like the the hole in the logic was whatever i can say to blame black women and at the end of the day it leads to that point that umar made which is so then how can you say all this stuff about being the all-powerful community leader alpha male when you're telling me i can't be a leader i'm not a leader i'm not gonna raise my kid i'm not responsible for other black men i'm not responsible for the black girls i'm not responsible Mm -mm. for black women i'm not Mm -mm. when when you say so then what so and that's when he said that is feeding into what feminists say when they say we have to step up because you don't you're literally saying i'm not gonna step up so you know uh, and 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 i i understand people will be like well that's shitting on feminists that group of people don't he's using their shit against them mm-hmm. now I, I expect he believes in it too i don't i don't think mm-hmm. he but that's the point they were gonna run to was like these bad feminists and he was like but now you're doing what the feminists say you do so how can you 
really make them seem like they're bad guys when you're fucking willingly being like i'm not gonna raise my kids that's crazy (laughs) or whatever you know and i'm not gonna hold nobody up you know it's you know it's it's dudes i was listening to we were listening to a podcast and one dude's on the podcast say something i applauded him for this Mm. the person on the podcast was like oh i don't have no friends that this deadbeat dads i was like thank god do you Mm. know how many men hang with niggas that they know not taking care of their kids and shit like that when they were like nigga take care of your kids yeah go pay child support like it like that shit matters all right zero to a hundred zero for him a hundred i'm shocked i'm I'm uh, zero for him i don't think i've ever brought dr umar on the show and said zero Mm -hmm. zero the zero my nigga wow who knew so my thing is why can't you just do that all the time (laughs) you know like maybe he's built up enough hotel uh street cred that he can change some hearts and minds i know it's, I, I can't <laughs> i can't either i don't got uh, the hotel clock is right twice a day they don't respect me and maybe they trying to cancel him on the hotel side i don't follow none of them so <laughs> me either. i haven't seen it i can't speak to that experience but damn good job buddy all right guess the race time time to go around the globe find different articles guess the race of people involved and uh who knows what happens in these articles it's all crimes and shady shit so you know you've been warned a man who crashed into a bear while biking in canada is glad to be alive oh that bear didn't fuck him up what color was the bear uh a black bear he t-boned a black bear while biking through a conservation reserve he suffered a fractured scapula cardiac contusion and bruised ribs god damn what is the first two fractured scapula what the fuck is a scapula uh i guess i'll look it up thank you flat triangular bone the shoulder blade oh and then the uh cardiac contusion i can contusion is like a bruise so he got a heart bruise from running into this bear and bruised ribs kevin milner see, and you see they've done studies that say that uh, mm-hmm. uh uh i think we read an article how uh black people have people have a tendency to not see black people see he same thing black bears you didn't mm-hmm. see them that's a good point karen mm-hmm. thank you i just had to bring Thank that you up for seeing those bears yep that's why i had to ask about the bears what color was the bear because that matters i bet you was a white bear you would have seen them yep he would have seen it then <laughs> thank you black bear lives matter uh kelvin milner 30 of north vancouver british columbia was rounding a corner and heading down hill in the lower seymour conservation reserve there tuesday uh when he spotted the bear and tried to cruise around him the second i made that decision he decided to run and ran right across the road right in front of me and i smashed into him right behind his shoulder blade i did a flip over him pretty much kissed the bear and then i guess i flew through the air he landed hard on his side while the bear took off through the woods passing cyclists immediately stopped and helped him two women cyclists concerned about his condition rode toward the edge of the reserve to get enough cell reception to call 911 while a third bystander who had been riding an e-bike stayed with miller but the next arrival wasn't an ambulance or the ems it was the same bear oh <gasps> 
uh he was like oh shit dude he's back the bear's back milner said uh man those bears are built like a truck i thought i was going to die the bear however seemed unfazed by the bystanders tending to milner he was just kind of looking at me really curious kind of like what's up with you then the bear just started eating grass he pretty much (laughs) just carried on with his day as the minutes passed and his adrenaline began wearing off milner said he became impatient waiting for help noting he was spitting up blood and worried he may have suffered internal bleeding he said he also couldn't lift his leg let alone walk milner said he convinced the bystander to lend him his e-bike and help him ride to the entrance of the forest while they were leaving he passed the young women who were trying to call 911 for him the ambulance paramedics met him at the edge of the woods and took him to the hospital where he was kept overnight um so guess the race god damn that bear that bear was was a tank mm-hmm. i didn't realize bears were built like that uh the you said the bear's black and yeah. the person that hit here was white all right let's check the chat room see what they believe um <clears throat> uh the black bear wanted the white bikers insurance information <laughs> this is a hate crime white the black bear innocent white these people weren't concerned with the bear of course he is white yogi said it is what it is player white the correct answer (laughs) is uh and i think all y'all said white you all got it correct yeah that bear must have been built like a motherfucking brick wall i wonder if he was moving really fast on the bike or it's just you know bears is just that fucking like strong i bet he was moving on the bike i bet you know because he you know? probably was flat was just you no know, just do 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 and he that bear was like what he was like boof and and one of them had like an e-bike too yeah the bear didn't, didn't even really want to hurt him no the bear was like well i guess let me go back to what i was doing right oh some grass over here a man on venus rooftop throws pieces of wood at firefighters what was she gonna accomplish with that i don't know what's building on fire it doesn't i'm gonna be honest doesn't seem like he it was a plan Karen. <laughs> i don't think so either didn't seem <laughs> just just hazarding a guess didn't seem like a well thought out <laughs> criminal mastermind <laughs> And here we go. We'll show it to you now. This all took place around 1130 near the intersection of Main Street and Rose Avenue. The man refused to come down from the roof. At one point, he picked up a large piece of wood and threw it down to the ground near the police and firefighters who were on the scene there. We're told the man was initially seen on top of a metro bus. Fortunately, nobody was hurt. It's not clear if that man was taken into custody or what led up to the incident. Yeah, they said the firefighters and police just left the scene after about 90 minutes. Left him on top of a bus? On top of the roof. He was on top of a, he climbed on top of a bus, on top, then got on top of a roof, <gasps> which had construction going on, and he started throwing the wood at the firefighters and police that had showed up to rescue him. So then after 90 minutes, they said, ah, we got better shit to do. <laughs> Guess the race. And they don't know if he was arrested. White. All right. White nonsense he wasn't arrested white says yeti uh wtt which i think means white from sierra um a lot of white going on here uh bright white the correct answer is white (laughs) 
and you can see that big ass piece of wood that's way bigger than two by four i guess he wish a nigga would (laughs) 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 so i get paid the big bucks everybody all right let's go into the bonus round karen is uh two for two how can i be racist about anybody or anything in my life how can i call them niggas just call them niggas winner of european sex championships hits out at porn stars who left chaotic event a woman who claire who claims to be declared the winner of the european sex championships has slammed those who walked out of the chaotic event the competition for the continent's elite sex performers flopped miserably (laughs) with contestants claiming to have been screwed out of thousands of pounds earlier this month (laughs) Uh, must have been deflated yeah must have been impotent uh we reported how the controversial six-week contest but six weeks whoo the amount of rug i mean are y'all taking breaks what the fuck is this i mean obviously they're taking breaks but six weeks oh wow that's that's the sex olympics uh began to much fanfare when the 16 adult performers from across the continent descended on a secret location near gothenburg sweden but it quickly emerged that the competition described later as a low-budget Big Brother was out of control. People do watch Big Brother to, to see who's going to hook up, so maybe this is just skipping the middleman. Mm. The situation's gotten out of control. It's chaos. More than that, it's turned into a horror film, says Sylvester, I mean, said contestant Selva Lepidra. As part of the competition, the performers were required to have sex for at least 45 minutes a day, with their sessions marked on a range of factors, including stamina, technique, and creativity. Hey, that's how I do it around here. Uh, <laughs> you know, after I have sex, I'm like, and the dismount. Oh, the Russian judge is a hater. Uh, <laughs> female entrants thought they had, they would cash in on the 690 pounds or euros for every day they stayed in the steamy pad while men were set to receive 345 pounds per day of course of course this is you know there's a dick surplus in the market and of course dick is not going for the same rates and that's not funny and it shouldn't we're not tuning in for the men okay we are not there's a, there's a reason whenever they do porn compilations it's never like the best of justin slayer you know mm-hmm. not saying it not saying that shouldn't exist just saying it don't it's a reason <laughs> uh, <laughs> we did not come for the dicks a yeah, lot it's, of time. it's like it's a four-hour compilation of and you can name every little porn star woman in the world and it's a four-hour compilation unless it's gay porn about say yeah unless it's ain't gay. no ain't mm-hmm. no fucking compilation of the men's stars julian st jocks gives you <laughs> the hits from all the way back to afrocentrics <laughs> dangling in front of them was a cool this this article 860,000 pounds of hard cash promised for the winner oh man that'd be a big money shot 
they can win that yay but it emerged today june 19th that all, not on juneteenth that all the contestants left the house over claims that organizers dragon Bratic and the swedish sex federation have failed to pay them oh i remember the swedish sex federation they used to wrestle in wwe back in the day it used to be the nation of domination versus <laughs> the Swedish Sex Federation. It used to go back and forth. I say, oh my goodness. However, a woman claiming to be the winner has told a different story. Cro- Croatian adult star Marija Zadrevic said, "Man, that's that. You know, it's bad when I've never heard of the porn star. You know, right? You you a porn star now? I know. There's a certain level of just." I guess you get to a certain type of white woman. I'm just like, I don't need to know this. <laughs> and but you, but you, but you know a plethora of them. Yeah, I'm not keeping up with this lady. Um, she says, I am not a person who wants problems from this because we all had the opportunity to choose ourselves. So this is no need. There is no need to put pressure on the organizers after everything. As for my experience, it was great, and I would like to it to happen again one day because something like this is not a little thing. This is a very big project and the organizer wanted to make all of us big famous world names and give us the opportunity to make a very good profit man we only know your name we don't know the rest of the people that participated so everyone should be grateful for that because the whole world wrote about it and everyone benefited from the advertisement from that project we agreed on everything what the fee would be the method of payment other details receive a detailed contract which i signed and the organizer of the competition dragon botrix spoke out claiming that many of the competitors ignored the rules okay okay he says they even brought alcohol to the house they did not act like sportsmen at all all contestants are therefore disqualified from the competition well see that's a setup you knew they was bringing that alcohol they're porn stars they need their medicine come on buddy it's not fair and 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 to an extent i understand because he's like no we actually want you to perform we don't want anything kind of influencing your performance what everybody got to come from a stable household too like these are some rigged rules <laughs> and uh we disqualified everybody and i kept all the money myself i who could have foreseen that some of them would not have come from two-parent households i don't know what happened on anyway i'll keep all the money thanks get Get rid of all the drugs and alcohol yeah that's a terrible rule porn stars that can't use alcohol and drugs is not is all porn stars the fucking point this is the fuck porn star what's the point of being a fame what's the point of being an nba player if you can't do drugs and alcohol it's the point of being 24 what the fuck is wrong with this guy uh one of those who left the 24 year old talia mint has announced she is taking legal action against mr Braddock and the swedish sex federation for compensation oh i can't wait to see that trial on court tv right yeah that, that'll be pretty good um oh fuck i just realized i said her race when i said um she was a white woman that that's why i didn't know her name so all right free square everybody you got that one i wasn't even paying attention yeah but someone in the audience picked it up i'm sure white woman y'all y'all got free square okay i thought you guys were what color with a man of the federation no nah, i don't know his race uh, i tried to look up his name just now mm-hmm. and the pictures of her came back which <laughs> what uh, how's that same thing they attached the woman with everything yeah they don't even care the race they was like oh, oh, oh put a woman up, up there first yeah i mean i guess you can guess his race yeah yeah let's guess his race Fuck okay it. guess the race of dragon bot Bratic. russian i'm assuming white all right karen says white oh you all got it right congratulations everybody 
we know y'all were gonna say white come on (laughs) (laughs) the fact that none of us had heard of these people we knew it was all white none of us had heard of these people i didn't even know this was an event that happened like if i would have been like uh cherokee the ass said in the article that she didn't then y'all would have been like oh maybe maybe you know roxy reynolds was uh very upset that she didn't get paid like nah y'all don't know these names um all right let's go to <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the sword ratchetness and wrap it up A man has been arrested. Honolulu Police, Hawaii, uh, arrested a 25-year-old man accused of threatening multiple people with a samurai sword in Chinatown. Oh, why he got a Chinatown? Uh, authorities said the suspect was taken into custody before 5:30 p.m. Uh, officials say he used the sword to threaten a security guard and another man. Private security officers were able to detain the suspect until police arrived to take him into custody. Wow. I gotta say, you didn't really want it that bad if you got arrested by private security. <laughs> the dude with the flashlight? Right. In the bit of club? You weren't, like, you really weren't much of a threat at all. Mm-mm. Uh, he can he faces four counts of, inc- uh, four counts including terroristic threat charges. No injuries were reported. You know what I find amazing? And I'm sure the person that left that comment on our YouTube page will find this amazing as well. Ah! Um, didn't have to kill him. Uh-uh. Did, this man had a sword made threats to people and they didn't have to subdue him and then hold him down for 15 minutes while he choked to death huh it's, <laughs> wow who knew you know I, did, I, I didn't know that was possible I don't think any of us did you know man I look I hear you I, it's funny to me too I, I mean it's strange it's strange to me too alright that's our show we'll be back um probably not saturday because we did two episodes this week so we'll probably stick to the schedule of uh not that many episodes in a week and i know tomorrow if you're premium we got balls deep sports tomorrow oh we're doing balls deep tomorrow yeah all and then right. friday and right before the draft by the way the ra- draft is thursday so oh shit get all of our charlotte hornets what we're gonna do with the number two pick uh thoughts and friday is the nerd off mm-hmm. so premium people y'all y'all getting your, your money's worth yeah, premium people y'all still been getting movie reviews yeah. and stuff like that so premium people still been getting stuff so uh for those of you that's like uh i'm all caught up what to do well you can do just a tip for five dollars on spotify or you can put in the whole 15 and uh see what we doing uh on, on the off days all right y'all so until then i love you i love you too Mwah.